Tennessee Titans quarterback Malik Willis did not do enough to claim the backup quarterback role and Titans quarterback of the future on Saturday night against the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to talk about it on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, the Tennessee Titans get their first win of the 2023 preseason beating the Minnesota Vikings 24-16. to It was a full game of Malik Willis. I do not believe that he capitalized properly on this game. I don't believe that Malik Willis cemented himself as the backup quarterback this year, and I do not think that he set himself ahead in the race for Titans quarterback of the future. Let me know how you feel about that down below in the comments. Do you agree with me? Was Malik Willis a Titan up? Or was Malik Willis a Titan down? You guys let me know in the comments. We're going to talk about that. Plus, we're going to talk about the great performance of Tajay Spears and all my Titan ups. We're also going to talk about some of the poor performances and all my Titan downs. Before we get into them, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, on all apps, always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching right now. The show's always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. So, I'm saying it out front, and I know I know about the comments that I'm going to get. I know about the, the wars that are going to be fought in the comment section, in the chat right now. I don't care. I am going to speak my piece. Malik Willis did not do enough in this game to separate himself and make it clear that he is the backup quarterback and that he should be the Titans quarterback of the future. He simply did not do it. Now look, the stat line does not look absolutely hideous. 10 for 17, 85 yards one touchdown, one interception. I mean, that's five yards per pass. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. That's a five yard, five yard average. That's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. The interception was bad. I mean, that was just a bad read. He didn't even see the linebacker dropping. If you're going to make that throw, you got to make it quicker in the window before the linebacker or wait and do it after the linebacker. He literally just threw it straight to the linebacker. It's just a bad decision. Just a bad decision. The one pass, he had a play action wide open to Nick Westbrook-Akine on a crosser. Wide open. Literally put it five yards in front of him on on the ground in the dirt. Those are just bad, unacceptable throws for a guy who's trying to take the next step. Now, there were some good throws in there as well, and there were drops, so let's be honest about that. 
There were drops. Chigakonkwo dropped two passes. We're going to talk about him later. There was another drop in the game. I think it was a, a running back. I think it might have been Chestnut in the flat. There were drops. There was pressure on Malik Willis as well. All of that can be true. It doesn't have to be so black and white. It can be, hey, these good things happen for Malik Willis. These bad things happen to Malik Willis by other people. But also, Malik Willis, what he was in control of, wasn't good enough. The bad interception, the ugly underthrow to NWI, the pass to Chigakonkwo, Chig should have caught. But once again, it was a high pass that didn't need to be that high. So Malik just didn't do enough. And you want to talk about what he did on the ground. 11 carries, 91 yards, 8.3 yards per uh, per carry, 26-yard run down the sideline at one point that looked fantastic. Look, Malik did it with his legs. It was impressive. We know he can do that. Where we need to see Malik Willis improve and grow is in the pocket, is with throwing the ball. And when he was asked to do those things, it just wasn't good. And again, it wasn't a terrible game by Malik at all. It was not terrible at all. It was not terrible at all. There was a lot of good in there, but there was some bad in there. And the bad that pops up made it a game where Malik did not separate himself. I'm not saying that Malik Willis played poorly, but what I'm telling you is he did not do enough to separate himself. This wasn't a game where we leave. We didn't leave this game going, oh, yep, Malik is really taking a step forward. Yep, oh, Malik can absolutely be the backup quarterback this year. Oh, Malik Willis is the Titans quarterback of the future. He's the starter in the future. What we saw last night, what what we saw last night was was not, or what we saw tonight is what I mean, because a lot of people are going to watch this on on Saturday or on Sunday, but Malik Willis did not set himself apart in this battle. He didn't play so well that it's like, oh yeah. He's definitely over Will Levis, his quarterback, too. Oh, yeah, he's definitely the Titans' quarterback of the future. At the end of the day, it was just a mad performance, and that's why you look at my thumbnail for this on YouTube, and it says Malik was meh, because it was meh. Yeah, there was some good. Yeah, there was some stuff that wasn't his fault that went bad, but there was some bad that was his fault, and some moments where it's like, how did you make that throw, Malik? So... The stats don't look absolutely hideous, but it just wasn't a good enough performance. Malik did not capitalize on the opportunity is the problem. It's not that Malik played bad. It's not that Malik played so poorly. It's just that he didn't capitalize on the opportunity that he had with Will Levis out. He didn't capitalize. And I think that's the number one thing that stands out to me. People are going to look at what I'm talking about right now and say, oh, you say Malik played bad. Oh, you're saying Malik played good. And no matter what, you're going to hear it from both sides. But at the end of the day, all that mattered was Malik had an opportunity to really set himself apart here, and he did not take advantage of it. He did not do that. No one should be leaving tonight feeling more confident about Malik Willis going forward than you felt last weekend because he didn't do anything to improve from last weekend. It's more, he just ran more, which we know that he can do against backups, that he can't do against starters. So, again, it wasn't wasn't all terrible. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying he did not do enough to take advantage of the opportunity. 
just the reality. But with that being said, we're going to expand the conversation. We're not talking about Malik Willis all night. There were a lot of other Tennessee Titans that played fantastic football, and we're going to talk about them. And I got to tell you, I know what you guys are going to say. You're going to hate me for it, but Will Levis is a Titan up tonight, and I'll explain why. Before I get into it, though, do want to let you guys know that tonight's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs, all you got to do is create a free job post and then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. They have simple tools like screening questions that make it really easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills. And you can prioritize those people quickly so that you can get exactly who you want to interview and exactly who you want to hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in developing quality hires against leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Titans fans, let's continue our breakdown of the Tennessee Titans preseason win over the Minnesota Vikings. We just talked about Malik Willis. I didn't think Malik Willis was able to capitalize on the opportunity he had in front of him. That's why he's a Titan down for me today. But before we get into a full list of Titan downs, I want to talk about the Titan ups. Let's talk about the Tennessee Titans who had a great game on Saturday night. Let me know your Titan ups and your Titan downs down below in the chat. But before we get into all of it, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, and a lot of times on Saturday and Sunday as well, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all apps, always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed. Stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast. It's your team every day and always free. Do want to let you guys know that I'm going to be breaking down practice every night all week. The Titans have joint practices against the Patriots this week. I'm going to be doing a depth chart review tomorrow. I'm going to do like my updated 53-man roster projections now that we're two weeks into the preseason. You guys don't want to miss that content. Again, make sure you get subscribed. Stay subscribed. But the Titan Ups, Tajay Spears. And listen, a lot of people were hating on the Tajay Spears draft pick. When he was taken in the third round, why are we taking a running back? This guy has no ACL. He's got a bum knee, blah, blah, blah. And who told you that this was an excellent pick? Your Uncle Tyler did, all right? Me, I was here letting you guys know that Tajay Spears was going to be huge for the Tennessee Titans, okay? He can not only catch the ball out of the backfield, be that complimentary back to Derrick Henry, but he also obviously has the ability to actually take some carries from Derrick Henry, which will keep Derrick Henry more fresh as the season rolls on and we can get back to having D. Hember once again. Tajay Spears had seven carries, 
57 yards. That's 8.1 yards per carry at a touchdown on a 33-yard run through the heart of the Minnesota Vikings defense. My God, was Tajay Spears impressive. He was shifting and shaking and moving around. Also, third and six. This is on the touchdown drive. Third and six. The Titans hand the ball off to Tajay Spears, and he absolutely truck sticks. Absolutely truck sticks. Andrew Booth, the Clemson cornerback. Also, can we get a Titan down for Domo Lewis? I didn't like the Spears pick. You better go check my Instagram. You better go check the YouTube channel, buddy. You're a hey, misinformation in the chat once again. Let them know, chat. These guys don't know what they're talking about here. I didn't like the Spears pick. Check the tape, baby. Check the tape. Like Chad Brinker said, it starts with the tape. It ends with the tape. So, uh, yeah, tighten down, Domo. Thanks, Ben. Anyways, um, yeah, Tajay Spears is huge. That explosive run, the truck stick of Andrew Booth on third and six, man, it was absolutely incredible to watch. And I'm going to give a tighten up to the Titans' first-team offense as well, okay? First-team offense, the, or the first-team offensive line, they came out. They did get another touchdown on the second drive. Let them down. So, shout-out to the first-team offense, especially Daniel Brunskill had a little issue in pass protection, but man, he is a mauler in the run game. My Lord, run right. Run right. But moving forward, Tier Tart. Did you guys see? I see Can't Believe 74. Yeah, Tier Tart was the... Did you guys see Tier Tart out there? Did everybody see Tier Tart's practice rep where he literally did the hump move that Reggie White made famous and he did it to Garrett Bradbury and threw him to the ground and then gave him the bow and arrow Wesley Matthews celebration. That was a nasty rep in practice, okay? Sick rep in practice, and Tart brought that to the game tonight. I think that Mike Vrabel, or Tier Tart, threw a punch on the very first play of Thursday's practice and got thrown out. I think Mike Vrabel made Tier Tart play in the preseason game as a punishment. Tart didn't play last week because he's a, a starter and an important role player for the Titans. He shouldn't be playing. But Mike Vrabel said, no, Tart, you're going to get out there and play because you're an idiot and got kicked out of practice on Thursday. It was a punishment, but my Lord, yeah. Anthony Hall said Tart was in the backfield more than the Vikings running backs. That is a fact, Anthony Hall. Beautifully said. Absolutely. I mean, Tart, Tart looked like a man amongst boys out there. He looked like a totally different level of player and good. He should. He should, right? Outside of Tart, Caleb Murphy. We have our new David and Ninny, folks. We have our new David and Ninny. Tighten up in the chat right now. I'm so hyped. We have our new David and Ninny. I'm so hyped. Caleb Murphy, 40 sacks out of Ferris State. I thought that he would make the 53-man roster when I did my predictions because the Titans' fourth edge rusher on the depth chart is an open competition. And forgive me, but I do not believe in Sam Okwe and Nonu. There's just nothing there that... Capital that that fascinates me, that captivates me. Caleb Murphy has the potential to be a legitimate pass rush threat. The Tennessee Titans need Caleb Murphy as their edge four because after Harold Landry, Arden Key, and Rashad Weaver, who the heck do they have? Nobody. Caleb Murphy should have that spot. Maybe he isn't the best special teams contributor, but the man can get to the quarterback. I am sick of the Titans prioritizing every single end-of-the-depth chart role for a special teams guy. Why don't you have a couple of projects that are potential guys who can actually help on defense? We can't have every 
edge four, five, and six be a special teams guy? How about one of them be a pure pass rusher so you could come in and have that guy rotate and maybe get to the quarterback? Kayla Murphy. Kayla Murphy needs to make this team and be edge four. All right, end of story. Tighten up for Kayla Murphy. We are in the middle of our tighten ups. Let me know your tighten ups in the chat right now. Who did you think stood out? All right. Yeah, I did. I, Daniel's right. I was never a big fan of Okwe Anonu. He doesn't give you any special talent, any special traits. He's just a guy that they know, that knows the system, so they keep him around. I, uh, whatever. Um, outside of those guys, Julius Chestnut, man. Julius Chestnut. A, tight, a major tighten up for Chestnut. 13 carries, 98 yards, 7.5 yards per carry average. Had the touchdown, had a 55-yard run. Caught a touchdown pass from Malik Willis as well. Hassan Haskins is not a running back. Look at Hassan Haskins as a special teams player. It goes Derrick Henry. It goes Tajay Spears. It goes Julius Chestnut. And and Daniel saying bye-bye Haskins. No, guys, that's not how I feel. If the legal stuff is a problem, then yeah, Haskins will be gone. No doubt. But Haskins is a special teams dynamo. Okay? You guys got to stop looking at Hassan Haskins as a running back. That's like, think about uh, Justin Bethel, the special teams ace for the New England Patriots. That would be like calling Justin Bethel a cornerback or a wide receiver. Like, Haskins is not a running back. He he may play running back, but he is a special teams only guy, and he's very good. At, he was second on the Titans in special teams tackles last year. Haskins is a very good special teams player, and I'm okay with him being running back four and being an absolute special teams demon, okay? You guys got to understand the value of special teams in the NFL. It's over, it's underrated by just most fans, okay? So, got to give a shout-out to Julius Chestnut, but I still think Hassan Haskins should be around. Um, just to fly through some of my other tighten-ups, uh, Anthony Kendall, the defensive back, I thought he was very active on special teams, which, again, is very important. Um, I thought that Eric Garr, once again, I loved what Garr did in the game against the Bears. I thought he got a promotion in this game. I want to confirm on tape, but he had four tackles. He was on punt return as, for a moment as well. Love seeing that from Eric Garr, the defensive back. Uh, Mason Kinsey played backup quarterback, led the team in catches again. Um so, shout out to Mason Kinsey, although I don't think that gets him any closer to a roster spot, if I'm honest with you. The last tighten up that I want to mention, the last tighten up is for Will Levis. Will Levis is a tighten up. And I'm going to explain why he's a tighten up, plus getting to my tighten downs here in just a moment. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's recap of the Minnesota Vikings preseason game. The Titans win 24 to 16, and thank God for Lil Wooddale. I was on Twitter the entire second half at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. Follow me there. I was on Twitter the entire second. Zach McLean's in here too. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for this. Even when even when I forget, you guys let me know. I was on Twitter the entire second half, just having a Justin Murray party. Number 73, number 73 on the Titans offensive line. Justin Murray was incredible in this game. 
All of those runs that you saw with Julius Chestnut running to the right side, that was Justin Murray. Yeah, Lil Wooddale, Zach, thank you guys. Literally, if you go back on my Twitter account, I think the last three tweets that I sent in the second half were all Justin Murray appreciation tweets. He was mauling people on the offensive line. He played guard, played some tackle as well, I believe. Yeah, and Domo Lewis, I agree with you here. We're on the same page here, Domo. Murray was looking like a guy who I think could challenge Chris Hubbard for starting right tackle. Like, I think that's how well he's been playing against these second and third stringers. He does not look like a second or third stringer. So, shout out to Justin Murray. You guys are right. I forgot about that. It's in my notes right under Caleb Murphy. Caleb Murphy and Justin Murray, they kind of look the same on my notes. I have terrible handwriting, guys. I'm not even going to show you because it's embarrassing. But tighten down for my handwriting. But we are going to get into the Titan Downs, but I wanted to hit one more Titan up. Well, I guess the second Titan up. And it's Will Levis for two reasons. Number one, Will Levis warmed up before the game full pads. He had a sleeve around his left thigh. So it looks like his injury is a left thigh somewhere in there, whether it be top, bottom, you know, your quad, your hamstring, whatever. Obviously, Will Levis isn't hurt so bad that he can't even be on his feet. He was out there warming up for the game. So, Will Levis is going to be able to participate in practice this week. More than likely going to be able to play in the game next week. That's good news for him injury-wise on its own. That's a tighten up for Will Levis. But second, Malik Willis again didn't set himself apart in this game. Malik Willis, we didn't come out of this game saying, oh yeah, Malik Willis is definitely the backup quarterback this year. He didn't take advantage of the opportunity. So a major tighten up on the night for Will Levis because his injury isn't as bad as it could have been. He shouldn't miss time and Malik didn't capitalize. So a, a big tighten up and a big win on the night for Will Levis. That's the reality. Malik didn't separate and Levis isn't hurt that bad. Zach said, hurt through the grapevine, it's a hammy. Yeah, that would that would line up with uh, a, a cap or a thigh sleeve like that on the left side. So, And Ario Carter says, come on, Tyler, Malik played solid. Listen, Ario, <clears throat> or Ario it could be, I agree, Malik played solid, but he didn't do enough to set himself apart. So, I mean, that's just the reality here. He, he, didn't, he didn't take advantage of the opportunity. That was there. He just looked meh. There was good and still a lot of bad. So, anyways, moving into the other Titan Downs, other than Malik Willis, because it's a Titan up for Levis. It's a Titan down for Willis because Levis didn't lose ground to Malik and Malik didn't gain ground over Will Levis. So, a Titan down for Malik Willis to start. But outside of that, what happened with Chigaconquo, guys? What was that? Um, I mean, two drops on passes that he should have caught and he could have caught and ran. I mean, Chig redeemed himself later with a catch, but I mean, I w everyone is expecting Chig Conquo to take a step this year, okay? And he didn't take a positive step tonight. And clearly, Mike Vrabel put him out there because he wanted him to start getting some rhythm. And two drops, it's tough. It's tough. So... Tighten down for Chickaconquo. Hope that he plays better next week. 
Titan down for Kyle Phillips. This guy, yes, Andrew, we're on the same page. Titan down for Kyle Phillips. Just literally cannot stay healthy. I, I don't understand. Caught one punt. Caught one punt and got hurt getting tackled. That's crazy to me, man. Just crazy to me. But anyways, uh, moving past Kyle Phillips, Xavier Newman-Johnson had some good moments in, in run blocking, but man, it's just tough. It's just tough at times. And I really had I really had uh, hope for Xavier Newman-Johnson, to be honest with you. And he's just not performing. Uh, I agree, tighten down for Jack Gibbons. I think that Chance Campbell has a chance to beat him and Monty Rice out at this point. So, um, Gibbons just, he may be long, but he there's a reason that every time they bring up Gibbons and Rice, they talk about Rice being faster. Because he's definitely faster than, than Dr. Gibby. But uh, moving past that, my last tighten down. Yeah, a tighten up for Brewer. I give a tighten up for the whole starting offensive line. My last tighten down is Trey Wolf. Sad wolf pack in the chat. Oh. We're a sad wolf pack. Um, wolf made all of his kicks. He was one for one on field goals, uh, two for two on extra points. Or I might have that flipped, but uh, they all looked bad. One doinked off the uh, the upright. Another one barely slid in on the right hand side. Uh, Shudak was one for one. All he got was one extra point. And while Wolf got more kicks, I actually think that Wolf getting more kicks is a bad thing. But, yeah, I agree with Pistol Grip here. Either way, neither of the Titans kickers are very impressive. And I think they may have to just go ahead and cut Trey Wolf and bring in a veteran and see who's better between him and Chudak. Whether it be the return of Ryan Suckup, whether it be Robbie Gold, whether it be the return of Randy Bullock whether that be a younger guy like Zane Gonzalez. Um, yeah, I, it's sad, man. I it, Sad wolf pack, for real. I'm, I'm, I'm a sad kid, no doubt about it. But uh, yeah, um, tighten down for Trey Wolf. Well, that's it, guys. Went over my thoughts on Malik Willis. Again, I don't think that Malik Willis played poorly, but he just didn't play as well as he needed to play to take a step here in this quarterback competition. I don't think that he gained any ground on, on Will Levis tonight. Um, so it's not that Malik played bad. I just can't give him a tighten up because he didn't take advantage of the opportunity. Um, talked about the tighten ups, mostly the run game with Tajay Spears and Julius Chestnut. I mean, the Titans ran for like 280 yards tonight. Really impressive. Um, talked tighten downs. Uh, Chicka Conquo with the drops, all of that. Uh, Will Levis warmed up before the game, so he should be good to go going forward. Either way, the Titans got a win, so tighten up in the chat. Tighten up. Uh, it's good that the Titans got a win. I'm going to be back with you guys tomorrow night, on Sunday night, on the YouTube channel. It'll be in the podcast feed for my podcast folks on Monday morning. I'm going to do my updated 53-man roster prediction. Go position by position through the offense and defense to tell you who I think makes the team as things stand right now. Again, make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. That's going to do it for me tonight, though, folks. As always, wait a minute, what am I doing here? We ain't leaving without the outro music, baby. Absolutely, Tennessee Titans win. Here we go. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this 
was locked on tight. 